Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. What will your car's epitaph read? <laughs> For example, might it say, My beautiful Beamer lies here all so vexed, all because I tried to drive and text. Or could it possibly say, <laughs> In this yard lays old Mercedes. Had they cared for me, I'd still be Sadie's. That's what it could say. <laughs> this is fun, isn't it? I know you wanted to think of these, aren't you? How about this one? Planted here is Mustang Ford. His gas pedal had too long stayed floored. <laughs> well, if you ride the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney outside the ride, they have these funny little epitaphs like, Here lies the body of our Anna, done to death by a banana. It wasn't the fruit that laid her low, but the skin of the thing that made her go. <laughs> and, of course, my personal favorite, and I'm sure it will be yours too, here lies an atheist, all dressed up and no place to go. <laughs> Seeing this again this year reminded me of doing this a few years ago on the show and how fun it was. And I know you want in on the action, so here we go again. We want to give your creativity a chance, so call us with your funny epitaph, 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. It's time to get those creative juices flowing because we have a very cool prize for the best epitaph today provided by our very own Tom Slick. Welcome, Tom, with J.G. Lubricants. Tom, tell them what they'll win. <laughs> they will win our basic oil analysis kit. Everything you need to find out if your engine transmission or differential is up to snuff and uh, whether or not anything's going on inside. So there you go. It's a $21 value, and all you have to do is call in with your epitaph however that may be that you've created it we would love to hear it 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and try to win or 866-34-TRUTH and naturally there is a method to our madness we don't want your car to go to a premature grave crusher so we're going to be talking about new ways to determine your car's health so join the fun Create a funny car epitaph and win. For example, I have, <laughs> you know, the, they give me stuff like this to work on. I just love it. Here lies the body of a Ford named Blake. Stepped on the gas instead of the brake. These things happen. <laughs> My producer, Johnny Angel, has quite a story along those lines. We may get him to share that a little later. It's a, a unique. I, I have one as, as well. How about long lay the body of Wrangler Jeep? He climbed a mountain way too steep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's actually a picture of that, by the way, at Christian Car Guy. I have a picture of the Jeep and several of these epitaphs, but we need yours. So call us with your idea, 
888-888-884. We do want to give away this um, oil analysis kit. How cool is that? A $21 value just for calling in and sharing yours. Then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for treasure. <laughs> My brain went fried for a second. Cry out for discernment. Lift up our voices for understanding. Have you ever noticed that God seems to have you and your life on a lesson plan? I've noticed that. <laughs> You'll be studying something biblically, and then two or three things happen in your life right along those lines to kind of turn up the heat. And then you turn on your Christian talk radio station, and they're talking about the very thing you've been studying. And then <laughs> you switch over to the music station, and they play a song right along those lines. You go to church that day, and guess what? The pastor brings a message that parallels what you're studying and at that point, even I say, really, God, are you trying to tell me something? Maybe I need to stop and listen and pray. And that's what exactly, that's the exact thing that's been happening to me over the last few weeks. The subject, uh, perhaps not pleasant, but it, it, it's been death and deathly fears. And God has had me on this lesson plan here for the last couple, three weeks. And I get this call this week out of New York, uh, a friend of mine that has a radio show called um, Divine uh, intervention, had heard my testimony about being uh, healed from cancer a few years ago and asked if he could write it in a new book. He was, he was, and so I had to write out this story that I really had not thought about in a number of years. I thought I'd written it, but I never had. And uh, as I mentioned it at my business, Christian Businessmen's Committee meeting, a couple guys looked at me and they said, Robbie, I've never heard that story. And I thought, oh my word, I, you know, I used to give this testimony a lot and I realized that some of my listeners may have never heard that story, so I am going to share that story today coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. And we have Denise in Clinton, North Carolina, has an epitaph for us. We're excited to hear it. Denise, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to mention one uh, that I had heard earlier first, and okay. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it says uh, something to the effect... Here lies John. He wasn't too bright. Tried to find the gas leak by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, a mechanical epitaph there. <laughs> yeah. But mine is, um, here lies Denise's body, her spirit not so, because her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he didn't know. There you go. Oh, that's great. Now, that, that, that could yeah. be the winner right there. I'm thinking that's awesome. But All right. We appreciate right. you calling in. God bless you, Denise. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, we know you've got your creative juices flowing now. What have you got for us? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Um, we would love to hear what, again, this is fun. We're, you know, we're talking about this kind of thing, so that's what we do. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. My name's Robbie Dilmore, and I'm the Christian Car Guy. I've been in the retail automobile business 35 years, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy Show hopefully is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. They need tender, loving care like old red. They, you see them out there in the elements since the 40s. They're still running well. Why do you think? Because if you take care of a car, it lasts as long as you do. Like old red's got 348,000 miles. And we like to talk about driving safely. If you're following Jesus, right, he wouldn't be speeding. And we talk about that, wear your seatbelt, those kind of things. So we'd love it here on the Christian Car Guy Show. Today, though, we are talking about what might your car's epitaph be. 
and we would love for you to call in. I know some folks are calling in. We, we'll get your calls. A lot of lines lit up. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We got Patsy in Lexington. Patsy, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for me? <laughs> I'm excited. I have one. <laughs> had, a vet, had a vet that I named Dutch. Daddy died when he lost his clutch. <laughs> had a vet that I named Dutch. Had <laughs> Is this a true story? <laughs> That's, That's a true story. <laughs> well, that is a classic. We're loving it, Patsy. Thank you for calling in. That's terrific. Thank you so much. My pleasure. God bless Bye. you. Thanks. All right. Well, we got them That'll lining up here. We need to get yours. 866-348-7884-866-34. Truth. I'm sorry, Tom. You were saying? Um, I think I've got one, an oil analysis one. Oh. Here lies my poor old Chevy. I should have known the wear metals were too heavy. The wear metals. <laughs> Oh, that's classic. Um, only an oil analysis guy could. <laughs> but anyway, Tom, we got Jim is in Greensboro. Jim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. I'm excited to hear Great. what you have for us. Okay. This applies to a famous female atheist. Oh. Here lies a disbeliever. Uh, wouldn't believe. So now we're leaving her. That's a sad one, though, you know? It really is. I, 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 I hate to hear that, but I guess it's the truth. So, you know, it's what we, we got we to gotta face. Right, Jim? You still with us, Jim? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of breaking up a bit. It's hard to be on the radio and a bit, and a bit, and a bit scary, but we appreciate you calling in with that very wait, much. Wait, let me, let me uh, see if I can clean it up. Here lies a disbeliever who wouldn't accept Christ, and so we'll leave her. Yeah. I think that's a, a better. You did friend. clean it up. Very good, Jim. God bless that's you. That's in a nutshell. Yeah, we're going to see if that's a winner. We appreciate you calling in very much. Thank you. So we need to hear yours. We know you're creative. You've got one out there. This is your chance. 866 348 888-4866-34-TRUTH. When we come back, we got Sevai, I think it is, in Durham. She's got one for us. And we want to hear yours. Plus, we got some tips so your car doesn't end up with the premature crutcher. Unless it's the clutch. It could be something like a vet named Dutch. Oh, my word. Anyway, thank you so much for all the calls so far. We need to hear from you. A lot more Christian Car Guy coming up. Will your car's epitaph read? <laughs> we are considering this question today as we discover, try to discover ways to make sure our car doesn't end up in a premature crusher. But we're thinking of creative ways to do that. And we got a prize. We got a, an, a free engine oil analysis kit, a $21 value provided by JG Lubricant Services. Of course, you can find out about that and lots of stuff at christiancarguy.com, like the Jesus is Labor Love, free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. Lots of articles. In fact, I wrote out that story about how I was miraculously healed from cancer. It's in there, as well as my horse-thieving roots. You wouldn't want to miss that article. It's all there 
at christiancarguy.com as well as podcasts. If you want to hear later some of the creative epitaphs that are called in today, you can find them there at christiancarguy.com at the podcast because this show will be recorded and I'll put up there later today. We got Savaya in Durham, North Carolina. She's got one for us, but we need you to call us with yours, 866-348-7884. Savaya, what have you got for us? Good morning. Uh, it says here, here lies my Ford Export, bone dry, no oil. So for the next month, walking is how she'll toil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that happened That's to me so about sad. 25 years ago. <laughs> You know, I had a lawnmower like that. <laughs> it didn't happen to me with the car, but that's got that had to be a heartbreaker. And yes. there's and there she sits. But you know, hopefully through this show today, somebody will hear that and think, you know, I really need to check my oil the next time I go get gas because with, okay. with with these self services anymore, we don't have people checking our oil. And it's amazing exactly. how many times, uh, even I, the Christian car guy, you would be shocked. <laughs> I go to put gas in my wife's car and I haven't checked it and. Ooh, it's a half a quart load, those kind of things. But thanks for calling in. Great, great, great epitaph. Thank you. Thank you. She could be the winner, or you could be the winner, but we need to hear yours. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Of course, you know, they let me loose, and here I go. Here lies Durango Dodge. He His get-up-and-go was left in the garage. <laughs> forever ever <laughs> and 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 by the way these were in a cemetery in england which i did find quite humorous tom which you may have heard this before but it's hilarious remember man as you walk by as you are now so once was i as i am now so you shall be remember this and follow me to which someone replied writing on the same tombstone i understand <laughs> to follow you i will not consent until I know which way you went. <laughs> so, I don't know about that. But anyway, 866-348-7884. We want you to share yours. This is a lot of fun. We do have this kit we want to win. But we got to talk a little bit about this kit. And, and we've talked at length about the engine oil analysis. It's kind of like checking your blood. You know, to see what's going on under the hood, so to speak, is a, is a good way to do that, inexpensive way to do it, and and find out, like you said, that there's heavy wear metals or, or some other contaminants in the oil, that even though the oil may not need changing from a standpoint of less than 3,000 miles or only two months, there might be some fuel in it and some other things like that, right, Tom? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, you can have the best oil in the world. I've, I've said this before, but uh, if you get it contaminated, you need to know about that because it's going to cause things to go south in a hurry. And so some of the other things we have not talked about in the past that I did want to get to in the show today are like the 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 coolant itself or what some people call antifreeze. That's another thing that it, it's, I guess that's similar to, <laughs> to getting an x-ray or something. But tell us about what do you find in coolant that would give you any indication of what might be going on? Well, uh, there are two main things that we find. One is uh, the mixture is wrong, so your boiling points off and your freezing points off. Either one of those is bad. So you know your. What so you'd what like you're talking about the mixture of how much coolant to water? That's correct. Yeah, it should be fifty-fifty. And uh, so, and another thing we find is is 
if people are topping it off with the you know the old garden hose and the radiator trick <laughs> to top it off, well, if you live in Indiana like I do, that's a really bad thing to do because our our water is so hard here. You put a lot of minerals in your system, and and that's just not good for the pump and and uh, the whole system, the cooler. So what you're saying is this, it's worth the 86 cents to go to the grocery store and buy a gallon of distilled water? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to buy the, uh, the pre-mix. Or you can buy a pre-mixed antifreeze. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, buy pre-mixed antifreeze because then it's got the deionized water in it, and you're putting the, the best thing in for the system. So it's not only but, distilled, it's deionized, and then and obviously... You know, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. And here I am, the Christian. There's so much I do not know, Tom. It's almost phenomenal. <laughs> but, you know, well, you I always know, thought, why would I buy the premix stuff? I mean, that's kind of ripping me off here because <laughs> I can add the water. But now I'm finding out something I had never known, that obviously they get the mix exactly right, and then they have used deionized water. So, you know, because one of the, the big issues, like you know, inside of, of those coolant systems is all sorts of electrolysis and all sorts of things that cause huge engine problems. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. E even in rare cases, you can have the polarity wrong on the battery. And, uh, you know, this doesn't happen very often, but, but <laughs> you, you, you form little pieces of metal inside the system. Uh, it really does some, some really weird stuff to the system. So, you know, uh, you probably ought to check it. We, we recommend that people check their coolant once a year and that's that's usually good enough uh yeah because it, it it seemed like you know and i've been in the car business so long that that you know i remember things in the old days and and i it would be rare that you would replace a radiator you would you know <laughs> you know they they had a system a way that we actually you know redid radiators but you didn't usually replace them but today their radiators are completely different and it's not uncommon at all for radiators to fail, you know, two or three years into it if people don't flush them like they should and, and take care of them. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and because of that, you can get corrosion on the inside of the water jackets. And, uh, you know, uh, our data shows that about 40% of engine failures are attributable to bad coolant. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So... And that's a good thing to describe right now, uh, Tom. JG Lubricant Services, you're involved with all these gigantic fleets. So, you know, here are these trucking companies and all that. They're sending in their oil to get an analysis. So you got a great deal of data to go by. And when you're seeing that 40% of the engine failures are caused by that, that's a fascinating statistic. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think that's commonly known. And but I do, Of course, you know... Uh, there's a lot of variability in that data. So, you know, some trucks may di be different than passenger cars and things like that. But, but overall, it's, that's a true statement. And so by sending this in, you're going to get this information that, that, that not only just tells you, well, gee, I know I needed to flush it, but also there might be something going on that could be corrected in some other way. But we are playing some fun games today. We haven't heard any more epitaphs. We got lines open. We need to hear yours. You know, <laughs> they're so funny. My poor Nissan Sonata lies here with tiles, tires all defated, deflated. I should have listened to my dad and stopped tailgating. It's deflating. I didn't do it right. But you can do yours right. 866-348-7884. Call us. Let's race all the way to Dead Man's Dead. 
What will your car's epitaph be? That's the question we're <laughs> creatively answering today on the Christian Car Guys show. We would love to hear yours. Like, I, you know, I, I love these things. Gone to dust is my old Corolla. Crashed and stripped when some guy stole you. <laughs> Turn me loose and who knows what may come out. We would love to hear yours. We're trying to, you can win this engine oil free engine oil analysis kit from Jeju Lubricant Services. You can find out all about them and all about us at ChristianCarGuy.com. Just click on that JG Lubricant beaker there at the top of the website. So I happen to know that our producer during the break, he came up one with one of his very own. And so Johnny Angel is with us. He's our producer. Johnny, share with us. And then he's got a story that is really classic and I think very, very good for a lot of listeners to hear. Go ahead, John. Well, both of these stories are actually about the same car, the epitaph and the story um, about my celebrity. It was the first car that I had when I was 16. You know, those old Chevy, Chevy celebrities, they were, uh, they were tough. You know, things yeah. are made of steel, you know, back <laughs> the way cars were back then. But uh, the epitaph is, uh, at this spot, celebrity earned my deepest enmity. Endless were her moans and squeals. So out of spite, I stole her wheels. <laughs> but I'm wondering if the, one of those wheels was a little bent because you, you had one of those things where you slammed on the gas. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. In the middle of town, I... Uh, Oh gosh, I don't even like thinking about it. It scared me so much when I was first starting to drive um, in the middle of town. Stuff's on you know both sides of the road, and uh, you know, right past the curb, there's a you know a hill that goes down into a a business, and I was coming to a stop behind some traffic at the stoplight, and um, I got a little too close to it, and I was trying to slam onto the brake but instead i slammed onto the gas and i was rushing forward towards the car in front of me and i didn't know what to do so i turned the wheel really hard hopped the curb ran down the embankment and came to a screeching halt in the parking lot of the real estate agent that was right there on the side and i and my car just shut off Right there, as if it was just, it had enough of me. (laughs) (laughs) You tried to hurt uh, me, and I need to go down right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought that car was dead. I thought it was done completely. And I just sat there for about five minutes breathing. Uh, I I don't know how I didn't hit five other cars and cause a major pileup in the middle of Kernersville, but uh, but I I did. I didn't hit anything else. And uh, after about five minutes, I just gingerly reached my hand out and turned the key and car started right up i don't even remember where i was going that day i just drove home very carefully that's such a neat story in that well i mean it was terrifying for you but you can see god's hand and that you didn't slam into the people in front of you and you you went over and it didn't hurt the celebrity except the wheels that later you stole apparently (laughs) (laughs) yeah however that worked out well you need to get in on this fun today we want you to call with your car epitaph, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You give us yours. If it, if Tom and I select it as the winner, you will receive one of our um, oil analysis kits from JG Lubricant Services. And, and you know, it's, it's just so much fun. 
Now, we had the vet earlier named Dutch, but here's one I came up with already before the show. <laughs> In this yard is my 67 vet. I went out to drive her when it was too wet. Those things happen, and where you go. So, Tom, so we, we've got the whole issue with the coolant. We've been talking about that. We've talked about the engine oil at length on different shows yep. and transmission, but then there's a, that final drive back there in the end, and, and I can tell you that there's some danger if axles lock up and stuff like that, so that's another thing that a lot of people don't think. But when we're, as we uh, certainly push people keeping their cars way past 100,000 miles on the show, so if you're like me, and old red's got 340 some odd thousand miles on it the thought starts to cross your mind that you know that rear axle's been going round and round for a long time are those axles going to stay where they need to and so i could i did the test sent in the the uh final drive fluid and and tell them about that tom I'm sorry, I missed that. What I was said, the last part? You send in the final drive fluid or the, the rear axle fluid, and, and the good news was you guys said I was good to go even at 340 oh, yeah. some odd thousand miles. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, of the components, uh, that's probably the one that has the least uh, impact from, from uh, things going on. You know, the engine's pretty dirty. It's, it's, it's uh, firing all the time, and you get blow-by gases and things like that. And the transmission's got clutches, you know, that are working, and the differential is a set of gears, and so what we find in there mostly is, you know, the oil can get too thin at some point. Uh, yours was still okay, uh, but those oils are designed to stand there for a long time. And the biggest thing we probably find is dirt, and that's just dirt that gets in there because of, you know, uh, just natural dust coming in. And bad seals. seals. It can leak in, but, yeah. but uh, you ought to have it checked probably once a year, I would say, on the differential. How cool. And and another one of those things that that you you can check when <laughs> when you know it, if you're like me and you want to be able to jump an old red with three hundred forty thousand miles and you want to be able to jump in that and go look I got to go to California today or I got to go to Texas or whatever the situation may be it's pretty nice for me to know that according to the wear metals that are in that fluid the wear metals that are in my transmission fluid and what's going on with the engine oil that I can reasonably expect that I don't have anything that's going on because like getting a blood test of course that doesn't mean you're not necessarily going to have a heart attack but it's pretty good to know that the things they can check are, are what's going on good now we do have bill in chesapeake who is the board op on one of our stations that carries the show i'm very excited about having bill with us bill you're on the christian car guy good morning yeah robbie uh how you doing i am doing wonderful what have you got for me great i got one about 20 years old if it's still uh, applicable I'm uh, sure. <laughs> here lies my Volkswagen, so peaceful and serene. Climbed Pike's Peak and came down a limousine. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah, a true? Is I, I is that... actually? I didn't actually drive up, but it was in the spring when uh, the snow was still about 34 feet at the peak of Pike's Peak. So I uh, took the tramp and back instead. But I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, was that road dirt back then? Uh, I don't even know if the road was open. Like I say, it was just uh, it was early spring. It was only in April. Yeah. And they hadn't uh, cleaned all the snow off yet, but the tram was operating. So I went ahead and took advantage of that opportunity. I don't blame you. I, I lived in Albuquerque for many years, and they have a beautiful tram that goes up Sandia Crest. And that's just fun. That's yep. a lot. It's a lot of fun, and if you got to leave your, <laughs> I had a Volkswagen. Was it a Beetle? 
and beautiful scenery. <laughs> well, thank you yeah. for calling in, Bill. We okay, really appreciate you. it. Thank WPMH, 1010 AM. Where pleasant memories happen. <laughs> thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you. God thank bless. You. Uh, that is some cool stuff. And we need to hear your epitaph, your story, 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. Well, I have since this is a fairly long story. I'm just going to move into our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, have you ever noticed that God seems to have you on a lesson plan? <laughs> you know, everywhere you turn, He seems to be teaching you the same thing. If you turn on, you know, if you're studying something, as I mentioned, I was. I was kind of on this death thing and death, deathly fears, and it seems like no matter what I turned on, it was talking about that. In the books I was reading, if it was on a Christian radio station, I found out sermons about that, and, 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 and on and on it went, even music. And so <clears throat> I thought, this must be what, what God wants me to, to. So I started praying, God, what is it that you want to teach me, or perhaps what is it that I'm working through right now? And I'm actually still working through some of that, and I'm that I was going to save that for a later show. But in the middle of all that, I get this phone call from this friend in New York who says, "Robbie, we really want to add your story, your your um, healing from cancer, in a book we're doing called Divine Intervention." And and if you got that written out somewhere, well, I thought I did, and I checked all my articles and things that I'd written over the years, and I hadn't. I'd never written it out. I told it lots of times, even told it on the air but I'd never written it out. So I spent some time in writing that out. And when I did, I was flabbergasted by some things. So I'm going to just kind of tell that story and with some new insight that I really had never known before, because back in the day, you couldn't Google uh, what I had because in 1996 is when this took place. But before 1996 and 1995, God was teaching me something right then that was critically important to me. See, I I think like a lot of us, we have these fears, and one of mine was <laughs> at six foot five, 250 pounds, yes, I was deathly afraid of the dark. And my wife would tell you, who's only five feet tall, that if there was a noise in the house, yes, the six foot five, 250 pound guy would send the five foot tall lady out to go see <laughs> what that noise might be, because it was terrifying stuff. And I had just come to Christ, and I knew that I was supposed to somehow or another give these fears to him, but I really did not know how to do that. And so one night, my wife and family had left to go visit some friends in, in another state, and I was left in this very dark, creepy house. And, of course, you picture the scene. It's lightning, thunder, all this stuff, and here's Robbie in bed, and I cannot I – I, I'm just frozen in fear. And so I was like, Jesus, I know somehow I am supposed to give you this fear, but I have no idea how to do that, and I'm just praying. I'm saying, God, please show me what I need to do here. And then all of a sudden God shows up and that was double terrifying because <laughs> if you're already scared and all of a sudden God shows up, then it gets a little scarier. But he says, now, Robbie, what's the worst thing that ha could happen? And I said, somebody could come in here with a knife and ah, it could be horrible like that. And he, and, and I, he said some words that literally changed my life in so many different ways. He says to me, Robbie, what would be so bad about that? And all of a sudden, I started to contemplate, what would be so If I died, I get to be with Jesus. Really? You're threatening me with Jesus? Is <laughs> and as I laid there and thought about that whole concept, I actually, believe it or not, I went to sleep that night. And over a period of time, 
I, I began to trust in that idea more and more and more. Well, that became critical because God knew something I didn't know, that in the spring of the next year, I would get these little sores all over me. They, were, they would raise up in my skin, and they would be flat, and they would be red, and I, they just, I thought I had some kind of rash, but they were coming up all over the place. My wife says, Robbie, you need to go to the dermatologist. <laughs> so I go to the dermatologist. At the time, I ran the Chrysler store in Winston-Salem, so I thought I was a big shot, no doubt, <laughs> but I sure wasn't. And uh, so they called with the results of my biopsy because they you know, went to the dermatologist. They did a biopsy, and a lady called, and she says, well, Mr. Dilmar, we have your results. We really need you to come down to the office. And I said, well, you know, I'm a really busy man. I've got a dealership to run here. You know, I'm a big boy. You can tell me over the phone, what is it? You know, what have I got? And she says, well, you have lymphoma. And I said, I said well, what, you know, just being totally ignorant, as I mentioned earlier, there's no end to the things I don't know. <laughs> I said, what's lymphoma? And she goes, well, that's cancer of the lymph system. And I went, oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> there was no longer any, any hesitation about whether or not I needed to come to the office. So I come down there. They do the pathology to make an extremely long story short. My sister at the time worked at the University of Michigan Hospital, so they sent me very specific pathology so I could send to her to give her what it was called. And it was an angiocentric T-cell non-Hodgkin's cutaneous lymphoma. And that meant absolutely nothing to me, as it probably doesn't mean much to you. But I gave that to my sister, Cindy, at the University of Michigan Hospital. And she called me back about two hours later, and she said, Robbie, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's only been very, very few cases of that in the United States, and nobody's lived past a couple of months. As a matter of fact, it's called killer cell lymphoma. And I went, oh. And so there I was. And these tumors were growing like crazy all over me all the time. And, and more and more showed up, and the people at Baptist Hospital were all enamored because they'd never seen anything like that. They were taking pictures of my backside and all this. It was <laughs> so I was scheduled to start my chemotherapy treatment on a Friday. I mean, I was on a Monday I was scheduled, but on a Friday before my chemotherapy treatment, a little gray-haired man came in to the dealership, walked up to one of my managers, and said, God has told me that there's a man here that needs to be healed. And... Uh, the man who worked for me knew, he said, well, you must be talking about Robbie. He's, he's the general manager and his office is back there, but he doesn't come out much because he's covered in these tumors and he doesn't want anybody to see him. And so I was back there and here comes who I now know as Pastor Little. And, you know, this little gray haired man and he's got this little vat of oil and he's going to put oil on me and lay hands. And as I've often said, I did not have the faith to be healed here, folks, because I had no clue I was a baby Christian. I didn't know anything about being anointed with oil or laying hands on any. I thought the guy was weird. I'm, I'm just telling you, that's what I thought. And he laid hands on me, and he prayed, and something happened. And we're going to talk about that when we come back to finish up our appraisal by the Real Black Book. But there's a new song called Overcomer Out. We're going to play that a little bit because that's what God allowed me to be was an overcomer in this situation. And you can be an overcomer, but we also have Denise who has an epitaph for us. We're going to get to her when we come back. So much stuff and yours. 866-34-TRUTH.
Oh, I love that song. Are you an overcomer? And when we left our hero, <laughs> I was found myself in a position that I never thought I would be in, where I thought it was the end of my life. Um, in a way, I should share that that it was like, for me, I was I was facing that fear of death again, and I was thinking, wow, I get to be with Jesus because it looks like this cancer is going to take me out. Um, but I, I, I still wanted to raise my family. I had all those things going on, and it was a really interesting time in my life. And as I mentioned, I did not necessarily have the faith to be healed because I, I had no idea what anointing with oil was. I had no idea what laying hands on was. And here comes this strange little man, and he's got this oil, and he's wanting to lay hands on me. And I'm not exactly sure what that means, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> but he was in my office, and I was back there. I said, well, I guess it can't hurt. So I was covered in these tumors which there, if you go to christiancarguy.com, this, this story's outlined, and there's a picture of what those look like there. And um, he laid hands on me, and he anointed with oil, and, and he prayed for me. Now, I know I felt something. I cannot tell you. I just felt something. I said, wow. And he got up and left, and this was on Friday. And then there were a whole lot of people praying for me, so I'll never know exactly how it all worked out. But what I do know is Monday, this was on a Friday, so Monday morning I wake up, and I do not and understand I was covered in tumors. It was like you could see it was, it was horrible. When I woke up Monday morning, I didn't have any of the tumors under my skin. Now, there were red places where they had been, but the tumors were all gone. And it wasn't like one of them was gone. It was like hundreds of them were gone. And I went to the, to the oncologist, and he looked me over, and he's like, man, I, this is, I've never seen anything like this. So they did another biopsy. He said, we're going to go ahead and do the chemotherapy anyway, which they did do. And what happened after that's another story. But when the pathology came back, they said the cancer turned on itself and ate itself. And again, I don't know how God arranged it all. I don't know who all was involved, but I do know the results. And it's a, it's a fascinating, like I said, lesson plan that he had me on and the encouragement. I, I'm sure God wanted me to share that today for people that hadn't heard that before. Because you may be facing something where you don't think there's any way out. It doesn't appear to be a way out. And then all of a sudden God shows up and it's this, not necessarily by your great faith that it happened. <laughs> it's by him. I mean, he's, he's the star of the show. So we got Denise in Louisville has been hanging on forever. I hope she's still there. Denise, are you? Yes. Hi. I'm, my name's called Jimmy. Okay. And okay. What, what, tell us your epitaph because we got to pick a winner. Okay. I certainly hope it's me. Well, oh. here it goes. All right. Well, there goes old faithful, my electric Buick 225. Why, oh, why, I cried. Then the tall guy sighed and spoke to me and said, if only a few days before she died, if you had fed her some more, well, she'd still be alive. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Did you have an electric 225? <laughs> Yes, we had one. My mom actually, my dad passed away, and my mom inherited the the Buick 225, and it was an Electra. Um, and that happened. That is a very true story. And we didn't know anything. We just knew to keep gas in her. She kept running for a while. All right. Well, <laughs> those were great cars. My father worked for Buick, so it brings back a lot of good memories. Thank you, Denise. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And it was a convertible at my Oh, ho, ho. that's strong. <laughs> that looked good. Thank you. Thank you. God bless Bye-bye. you. Well, Tom, we are left with the duty of picking a winner amongst all these epitaphs. 
and and since you're not with me to where we could compare notes and you can, you're just going to have to tell me which which one do you pick personally that you like the best out of all that you heard I like the one uh, I can't remember the guy that called in and and uh, talked about uh, I think his name was Jim in Greensboro about the atheist Yeah he he kind of gave the gospel in a nutshell <laughs> Well I, I thought that was great I will go along with you and we'll declare Jim the winner so and, and I was thinking also the one about the Dutch with the clutch. Could we give away two? Because that was really good. The vet with the clutch. Come on, Tom. You can do it. Can we give away two? Sure. All right. <laughs> that was Patsy, I think. <laughs> she had a vet named Dutch that was went away because of his clutch. It was tough. It was one of those things. <laughs> but at least she got oil analysis kit out of the deal. You know, what can I say? All right. All right, thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy radio show. It's our listeners that make the show. I want to thank Johnny Angel, my producer, for having so much wonderful stuff in there. My good friend Tom Slick with JG Lubricant Services. Again, you can find out all about this stuff. That, By the way, if you want to reference that story about Pastor Little and my healing, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Feel free to share that. If it blesses anybody, it blesses me. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done.